Hey everybody, welcome back to Keeping It Real, the Vancouver and area residential real estate podcast. My name is Jackie McCarnan and I will be your host for Keeping It Real. I am a residential realtor here in North Vancouver, Canada. And over the years, I have observed a whole bunch of stuff in the real estate industry that I think people really ought to know. Just a quick disclaimer, anything you hear in this podcast is my opinion based on the research that I've done. If you know anything about real estate, you know that there there are just as many opinions as there are realtors. So I present my research and you can make the decision on what you want to look into or what you want to believe. I try to do it with an unbiased opinion as much as possible, but we all have our biases. On this week's episode, we are going to talk about the extension of the foreign buyer's ban here in Canada. As I was researching this topic, it kind of turned into a bigger topic on affordability and the steps that the governments of Canada, federal and provincial and municipal governments, are taking to try to improve affordability for Canadians. Kind of a big topic. I'm going to see if, how much of it I can get through, and I welcome your comments in the comments section. Okay, so just a very quick back. Background. In um, 2016, about five minutes before I got my realtor license, the government of Canada initiated, or the government of BC initiated the foreign buyers tax. And it was a 20% tax on any residential property, which meant that any foreign buyers would, like, let's say they were buying a $2 million property, they'd have to pay another 20% on top of that as a foreign buyers tax. The idea behind the foreign buyers tax was to reduce the number of foreign buyers who were using Canadian in real estate for speculation. So there were some unintended consequences of that. The first was that basically foreign buyers dried up completely, which was super fun for me because I had my first listing and we listed based on the market the week before the foreign buyers tax came in. And then basically the floor dropped out of the market and my first listing went for considerably less than we'd all thought that it would go for, which was unfortunate for my sellers. They landed on their feet, though, and they still speak to me. So I guess it's OK. While I endeavor not to make these podcasts political, I will say that very often times the policy of the government has unintended consequences. And in the case of the foreign buyers tax, the unintended consequence was that it really slowed down the market, the entire market. So all the money that the government was counting on from that 20% in foreign buyers tax just didn't happen. And because the market slowed down a ton, lots of property transfer tax also didn't happen. So that was kind of an unintended consequence. The idea, I think, too, was that they were going to take that foreign buyers tax and try to weave it into the economy somehow to make things more affordable for Canadians. But that also did not happen. So skip ahead to 2023 and the government was like, OK, well, you know what? This tax thing didn't really work because after that initial slowdown, things picked up and they picked up really fast. And then, of course, if you're paying attention during the pandemic, things went crazy. So nothing leading to more affordability for Canadians, obviously. So in 2023, January 2023, the government said, OK, we have a ban on foreign buyers and the ban states foreign commercial enterprises and people who are not Canadian citizens or permanent residents are prohibited from purchasing residential property in Canada. It's interesting to note that residential is the key, one of the key words there. So if you're a foreign buyer, you could actually 
purchase a commercial property, like an apartment building, but we won't talk about that on this one. The reason was the idea behind all this. It sounds like a really good idea. Like if we don't have a ton of people coming here and buying up all the property, then it's going to free up a ton of property for Canadians. The thing is, Statistics Canada, for those of you who aren't Canadian listening, I don't know if there's anybody that would be listening who's not Canadian. But anyway, in 2020, Stats Canada said that only about 7% of BC homes are owned by non-resident investors, and most of those are in downtown Vancouver. So in conjunction with that foreign buyers tax and now the foreign buyers ban, the government introduced a couple other taxes like the empty homes tax and the speculation tax. And all of these are supposed to work together to increase affordability for Canadians. And then in 2023, they added a couple more things like the removal of GST on new purpose-built rental buildings. And I'll talk about that in a second. And they also, that empty homes tax was also another way to discourage people from buying property and having it sit empty. Although that also had some unintended consequences for people who are snowbirds who would spend six months of the year out of the country. They're exempt from that, but they have to apply. And almost all of these things you have to apply for, which is paperwork. But anyway, I was at a conference in October 2023, and I was listening to a panel of commercial builders who were talking about this GST exemption for purpose-built rental buildings. And the developer who was talking said that it's actually not going to have any effect whatsoever because even the saving of that GST doesn't make up for the fact that building costs are up so high. So he said that that GST savings on purpose-built buildings is not going to trickle down to the consumer. So that's awesome. We can't really talk about the foreign buyers ban without this now becoming a conversation about affordability of housing in Canada. The government has pledged $115 million to Vancouver for the construction of 40,000 new homes that are supposed to be affordable. But I mean, I'm not sure what they mean by affordable because at the moment, most Canadians, again, according to StatsCan and CMHC, most Canadians are spending almost 50% of their income on housing. So that is not affordable, nor is it sustainable. The thing too is that CMHC, so that's the Canadian Mortgage Housing Corporation, for those of you who don't know, they gathered up some data in 2021 about the farm buyers tax from 2016 and the empty homes tax. And between 2017 and 2021, there was some improvement. So I'm not entirely sure that the foreign buyers ban is going to improve that number. But I mean, obviously we're going to see, and it takes forever for these statistics to come out. We really have no idea if this foreign buyers ban is having any effect on affordability in Canada. So I mentioned unintended consequences a few minutes ago. And one of the things I want to talk about is we get the foreign buyers ban in January 2023, and then we spend 2023 having interest rates go up. And what that actually does is, and again, please remember my disclaimer about opinion, because there are people who are smarter about this stuff than I am. But what we have seen in the market is that the lower end of the market, so the one bedroom studio, one bedroom, those sorts of places have become less affordable. So a bigger barrier to entry for Canadians who are trying to get in the market. I'm going to illustrate that with a story about Natasha and Sean. I finally started writing down names before I did the podcast so that I wouldn't be like pulling names out of the air. But our heroes here, Natasha and Sean, they are first time home buyers and they live in a condo downtown in Vancouver and they just had a baby and they have another one on the way. So, and both of them work from home. So they want to get out of their tiny little one bedroom condo that they pay $2,500 a month for in downtown Vancouver. So they start looking for three bedroom townhouse in North Vancouver or Burnaby or wherever they want to go. And let's say they can afford, so it's not going to be North Vancouver. 
whatever, but let's say they can afford $750,000. So they're looking more out in Surrey, New West. But they started looking in December 2022. And at that time, there were a few places available for them. But as the rates started to come up, their affordability started to go down. What they could buy started to reduce. And again, also, if you don't know, we can talk about this another time, but we have the stress test here. So if the interest rate is 5%, it's actually 7% you got to qualify at. So they are now having to look in the lower part of the market rather than the mid market because $750,000 is not going to buy them what they need or they're going to go further out. So now instead of buying something in the middle range of the market, they are looking at the lower range and lots of people are in the same boat. And now there are going to be lots of buyers for fewer properties in that lower range and that brings that lower range up. So that decreases the affordability of the lower range of the market and is another barrier to entry. As you can imagine, there are a lot of critics of who have a lot to say about affordability of home ownership in Canada. A lot of times in my research, I found a lot of people talking about Singapore, who has something close to 90% home ownership rate. And it's due mainly to super strict rules around foreign ownership and speculation. So our spec tax, but theirs is 60%. So let's say you live in Singapore and you own your home. You want to buy a condo to rent out to make some money. So I'm just going to throw numbers out there. You buy a $500,000 condo. Well, you got to pay an extra 60% on that. And depending on rental rates, which probably aren't that high in Singapore compared to Vancouver, although again, I'm just riffing here, you're probably actually not going to be able to make any money on that condo because of that really high tax rate. So it really discourages people from buying a second home investment property, which would then make the number of buyers fewer and that would reduce the costs of those units. My opinion is that that sounds like a great idea. But in reality, how is Canada going to put the toothpaste back in the tube? We already have a huge affordability crisis. We have a housing crisis. We have the government throwing tons of money at developers to build new housing, but we have no idea whether that rental housing is going to be affordable. I'm not exactly sure how we are going to get from where we are now to a position of affordability. If you have any ideas, let me know. I know there are lots of economists out there who have ideas and everything looks great on paper, but how are we actually going to do it? The gap between the haves and the have-nots in Canada is widening because of this affordability issue. If you own a home and you bought it 30 years ago and you raised your kids there, you are sitting on a gold mine now. It's gone up, I don't know, in the last, I think since 2005 or something, it's gone up 105% or you have so much equity in your home and you can use that equity to buy other places and build equity there. And so that increases your wealth, which is wonderful, but it's not doing a whole lot for, you know, new home buyers. You know, we can talk about generational wealth where you buy something for your kids and let's say you put the down payment down and they pay the mortgage and then they own it. That's one way for younger generation to get into the market, but not everybody has that option. So I'm not exactly sure if this ban on foreign buyers is going to have the intended effect that the government thinks it's going to have. Again, we don't have enough statistics to figure it out yet. I also think that the government's collectively slapping a 60% spec tax on all 
investors is impossible. You know, there's going to be so much backlash. But also they would have to give quite a bit of notice to do that because a lot of people who own secondary properties are not those great big corporations. There are people like you and me who, who have a house and have leveraged the equity in that house to buy another. So a 60% tax on that would be bananas and really difficult to come up with. Maybe your grandfather did if you own something already. I don't know. But I think that there needs to be some kind of committee of some sort that actually has real solutions that will see some real yields. I mean, I do have some ideas, but they're super unpopular and I'm not going to share them on my podcast because the backlash would be insane. You know what? If you want to call me, I'll talk to you about it. (laughs) So as I said at the beginning of this podcast, I knew that this would turn into a conversation about affordability. It is top of mind for many, many Canadians, particularly anybody who's renting. And I think that everybody probably has an opinion. Economists have a different opinion from realtors. Realtors have a different opinion from people who rent. What's your opinion? What do you think? What do you think will help? Do you have any ideas? Maybe that's the key. Maybe we need to pull ideas from the general public and try to amass some kind of plan for how we're going to make home ownership affordable for the next generation. Hit me up. Let me know what you think. If you listen to the show, you know that I always like to talk about a local business here in North Vancouver or on the North Shore. And the one I want to talk about today is Red Wing Shoes. Ugh, I love this store. It's so cool. If you need, well, they're actually Red Wing Boots. They're boots. So if you need boots for work or if you need some really cool, fashionable boots, they've got you covered. Gosh, I love them. They're so well done. And the owner of the store is amazing. She was one of the first people to offer up a really high-end silent auction item for my nonprofit, the North Bank Cares Foundation. And she attended the gala and she's just pretty amazing. If you need some boots, even if you don't need them, if you just want some boots, <laughs> check out Red Wing Boots on Marine Drive in North Vancouver. That sounded just like an ad. And finally, as always, I have a tip for you. And this week's tip is a book, a book I'm reading. It's called Hello Beautiful. It's on Oprah's book list, but that's not why I'm reading it. It was suggested to me by a friend. It's written by Anne Napolitano. She wrote another book called Hello Edward or Dear Edward. This book is pretty amazing. It took me a little bit to get into it, but it's all about family, relationships, and love, but not in a sappy way, in a really like love can be painful kind of way. I'm enjoying it. I'm not finished it yet, but because I'm taking medication currently that makes me fall asleep in about 10 minutes, so I'm not getting through a book very quickly, but I really suggest it for anybody who likes to read fiction, really enjoy it. So thanks for tuning in. I hope to hear from you and just know that you can get this at the podcast on Spotify or anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe, make it easier, and then you know when a new episode's coming out. All episodes are launched on Fridays around 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, but I don't often get to the promotion of the episode until Saturday or Sunday. So feel free to always come back to northlandhomesales.com slash podcast in case you want to access the next episode or I promote it. <laughs> See you next week.